Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I am your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 2, episode 180 of this podcast. We are continuing with our study of June, uh, the Come Follow Me materials uh, from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We're concluding today, June the 22nd to June the 28th, Alma 17 to 22, I will make an instrument of thee. Uh, and we are finishing with kind of an overview of chapter one, but mainly focusing on chapter two about the testimony of others can ha- having a far reaching influence. Firstly, in Alma 21, we kind of take a rewind back to the start of Aaron's ministry and he goes to the land of the Amalekites. Now, there is a prevailing theory um, that the Amalekites are actually the Amlicites uh, because we don't see the name Amlicites anymore in the Book of Mormon. But we do see the name Amalekites, and we know that this group of Amalekites or Amalekites went off to the Lamanites to gather with them. We also learn later from a statement made by King Lamoni's father that the Amalekites uh, had a belief in God, which the Amalekites did. They followed the order of Nehor, which um, stated that there was a God uh, and that those that taught the word of God should be paid for their services. It would also explain why Aaron has such difficulty, for he went to the land of the Amalekites. Now, this doesn't suggest that he was a bad missionary or that he uh, didn't do things that Ammon did. In fact, when we see this experience between Aaron and King Lamoni's father in a moment, we'll see he actually did a lot of the same things that Ammon did. Uh, But he went among a people that perhaps were not as prepared. But perhaps um, he had to go to those people, be put into prison, so that um, King Lamoni and Ammon were then going to journey to rescue uh, Aaron. And on this off chance, coincidentally, they meet King Lamoni's father, perhaps in a in a state and in a place where it was more conducive uh, to be able to have this impact on King Lamoni's father. So we, we don't know the reasons why Aaron was put into prison or why he was not as successful. But the Lord works in mysterious ways. And again, what if Aaron hadn't gone to the Amalekites? What if he had gone to somewhere where he wouldn't be put into prison? And then perhaps this meeting between King Lamoni's father and King Lamoni and Ammon wouldn't have happened. Um, we just don't know. Uh, obviously, things had to play out the way they did. And they, they worked out very well because they did play out the way they did. So to the point that in Alma chapter 22, verse 3, um, Aaron goes out of Madoni and he feels prompted to go to the king, King Lamoni's father, the king of all the Lamanites. And he says in verse three of Alma 22, and now, O king, if thou wilt spare our lives, we will be our ser- thy, thy servants. So we can see here that Aaron is taking the same exact same route that Ammon has, whether it's because that was just the way they both were naturally or whether that's because Ammon has taught Aaron what he did with King Lamoni, we don't know. We, we just don't have that recorded. But he takes that same approach. And King Lamoni's father just outright says, no, I don't want you to be my servants. I want you to, to minister to me. I've had this experience with Ammon, and I've experienced the generosity of your brother, and I'm just troubled by what has happened. Um, Michael T. Ringwood said this, quote, um, an examination of our lives will reveal periods when we found it easier to believe the word of God, periods of significant change such as marriage or the birth of a child, periods of intense service or a new calling or a mission, periods in our youth with a wonderful bishop, youth leaders and seminary teachers, periods of trials and periods of growth from learning are the, for the first time about the gospel are all periods of an easiness to believe. Perhaps the most significant period is childhood. As a childhood, I found it easy to believe the word of God taught to, me, taught to me by my valiant parents and grandparents. No wonder we are admonished to become as little children to inherit eternal life. Close quote. 
Clearly here, King Luai's father has had an experience which has made it easier for him to to believe. And so um, Aaron takes this opportunity and starts to teach him. He asks him if he, if he believes in a god. Very, again, the very same question that Ammon asked King Lamoni when he was ready to listen. Um, and interestingly, um, this is the statement that King Lamoni's father makes about the Amalekites, saying that he knows that they believe in a god. Uh, and if you say there's a god, I'll believe. Um, which is, you know, it's a bit wonderful to hear as a missionary. You know, if whatever you say, I'm going to believe. Um, the discussion continues. And then in verse 12, it says, And it came to pass that when Aaron saw that the king would believe his words, he began from the creation of Adam, reading the scriptures unto the king. Uh, again, exactly what Ammon did once he started to teach. He began to read from the scriptures. Um, President Henry B. Eyring said this, um, about just kind of the ways and things that both Aaron and Ammon, in a, in, in a sense of word, did. Quote, when you touch the hearts of people you serve, you won't do everything exactly the same way Aaron did, but you'll do some of the same things. You'll try to help them feel that God loves them by the way you treat them. You'll be humble so they are more likely to choose to be meek and lowly of heart. You will teach the word of God when the Spirit prompts you in a way that testifies of God's love for them and their need for the atonement of Christ. And you will teach them commandments they can keep. That is why when you go into the mission field, you learn to commit those you teach to pray or to read the Book of Mormon or to come to sacrament meeting or to be baptised. You know that when they keep commandments, they plant the seed and you know it will grow. Their souls will expand and that when that happens, their faith will increase. Close quote. We can see here again the small steps that Aaron takes to plant that seed into King Lamoni's heart. And then he gives, um, you know, a, a wonderful uh, teaching. Uh, on the um, atonement in verse 14. So I have to read this whole verse. It says, And since man had fallen, he could not merit anything of himself, but the sufferings and death of Christ atone for their sins through faith and repentance and so forth, and that he breaketh the bands of death, that the grave shall have no victory, and the sting of death shall be swallowed up in the hopes of glory. And Aaron did expound all these things unto the king. The physical and spiritual relief that's given from the atonement was made very clear to King Lamoni's father. And of course, this is this um, kind of respite or, or, or you know, um, repairing of his soul that King Lamoni's father ultimately wants. Uh, Joseph E. Lee McConkie and Robert L. Millett said this, quote, We will not be saved in the highest heaven because we earn our way there. We will not be crowned with glory and eternal lives because we worked out our salvation by ourselves. It is as heretical to believe that we are exalted by works as it is to teach that we are saved by grace alone. As important as our works are in evidencing our acceptance of and commitment to Christ the Lord, works such as receiving the ordinances of salvation, performing deeds of kindness and acts of Christian charity, and enduring faithfully to the end, our works will not and cannot save us. It is impossible for any human being to do enough good deeds in this mortal sphere to qualify for life in the celestial kingdom. No, ultimately we are saved not by our works, but by his works, the Lord's. Close quote. Powerful, powerful teaching that, and uh, something which obviously has an impact on the king, because he then asks in verse 15, What shall I do that I may have this eternal life which thou hast spoken? Yea, what shall I do that I may be born of God and have this wicked spirit rooted out of my breast and receive his spirit that I may be filled with joy, that I may not be cast off at this last day? Behold, said he, I will give up all that I possess. Yea, I will forsake my kingdom that I may receive this great joy. And there's the power, there's the power moment. There's the moment where you realise just how much King Lamoni's father wants this. 
because as we remember in in chapter 20 he this this same individual was willing to give up half his kingdom to save his physical life from Ammon now he's willing to give up all his kingdom he's willing to give up everything and don't forget this is quite a, a substantial thing we are talking a huge population here that is um, that he's willing to give up the ruling of uh, and the wealth that he's gained from to be able to have this wicked spirit rooted out of his breast. Great humility from the king and great um, desire, really, to, to have this. Um, President Ezra Taft Benson said, quote, Now I want you, my brethren, to hear again this humble man's words. I will give away all my sins to know thee. Brethren, each of us must surrender our sins if we are really to know Christ, for we do not know him until we are like him. There are some like this king who must pray until they too have a wicked spirit rooted from them so they can have this, find the same joy. Attaining a righteous and virtuous life is within the capability of any one of us if we will earnestly seek for it. If we do not have these character traits, the Lord has told us that we should ask, and we ye shall receive. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Close quote. For indeed, in verse 18, King Luanai's father says that he's willing to give up all his sins, that he may be raised from the dead and saved at the last day. And it's interesting that we go from giving up half his kingdom to giving up all his kingdom to finally giving up all his sins. That seems to suggest that giving up all his sins was an even greater task for him personally than giving up all his kingdom. Um, and so perhaps it's the same with us. Perhaps we need to fully you know, commit to giving up all our sins and then we can feel that same joy. Um, the rest of the story continues. I'm not going to go too deeply into it because we don't have much time left. But King Lomoni's father again falls to the earth as if he were dead, just like King Lomoni did. The queen enters and she's not quite as believing as King uh, as King Lomoni's um, wife. Uh, she tells the servants to kill Aaron. But then, uh, but then Aaron um, raises um, King Lomoni's father. Again, a lot of parallels there um, between the saviour and some of the works that he did. Um, and then... He believes and he sends out a proclamation to all the land um, that they should listen to these people, um, to, to Aaron, Ammon, Omna and Himni. We then have a quite a bit of a geography lesson, uh, which could take a whole uh, session study in itself. Um, so I might consider doing that tomorrow if there's not something else I've, I've found to kind of share with you, uh, just to kind of wrap this story up, because there's a lot there, which uh, is interesting. Um, so, yeah, anyway, um but really, that, that ends the story that we are focusing on this week. And it's been fantastic. There's been a load of principles. Um, and there's just been too much within these chapters to share within one week, as as we're finding very often now. So I hope you've enjoyed that. Please do study it yourself to pick up anything else. And please share what you study on the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. Um, it would be great to see you there sharing some of your thoughts that you've picked up from this uh, account. And also there is the email address you can email, ldsstudysession at gmail.com. It'd be great to hear some of your in, um, your insights there or any of your feedback. Uh, you can also rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. And please do let me know if you're willing to join in a future podcast episode via Zoom. Thank you for listening and until we meet again.